Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and welcome to my birthday episode. You guys know the drill. If you've been listening for a little bit, you know that I have a birthday special episode that I do every year and this year is no different. My birthday is on November 20th, so this Sunday it's coming up. I'm so excited and I'm actually doing something pretty fun for my birthday. I am going with my sister to Lisbon and then spending a day in London before then heading back home to Minnesota to be with my family for Thanksgiving. So I'm actually leaving on this big adventure tomorrow. I am extremely excited. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a pretty quick trip, but I feel like it's going to be so worth it. But before I embark on this journey... I had to put out this episode for you guys. Welcome in my birthday in the best way. Talking to you guys, celebrating with you all. And when I was thinking about how I wanted to structure this year's episode, I thought it would be a really fun idea. Based on the age I'm turning, I'm turning 26, so I'm over the 25-year mark. But with that, I feel like I have learned so many lessons up to the point of now approaching 26. So to commemorate the ending of 25, the beginning of 26, I put together a list of 25 things that I have learned up until this point, plus one for good luck or one more for the new age of 26. So I want to get right into it, but an initial disclaimer that these are things that were immediately on my mind. I know that once I wrap this recording, I'm probably going to think of more things that I've learned up until this point. But these are some of the top lessons that I've learned that I wanted to share and that are personally really important to me and have helped me grow, helped me figure out what's important to me, the things that I want to prioritize, the lessons that I want to hold on to. And if you're my age, I'm sure that this list would be incredibly different for you. This is just my personal list. And if you're older than me, I'm sure you have a plethora of advice that I have yet to learn. For some of these, I'm just going to say them and move on, and for others, we'll probably go a little bit more in depth. So without further ado, here are some things that I have learned. Number one, relationships are one of, if not, the most important thing. This is something that I feel like I've known for a while. It's something that I knew I wanted to prioritize a lot. I knew that I loved having community, I loved having people in my corner, I loved being in other people's corners, but I don't think I realized just how important it was to me until I started to get older. Relationships to me, family, friendship, loved ones, even building new relationships with people that you meet, it's so important to me and I feel so fulfilled by them. Those personal connections, they mean so much and I have really found that for me, It doesn't really matter where I am or what I'm doing or maybe if I feel down or unsatisfied in certain elements of my life. If I am around people that I love, that I know love me, it changes the game. Things cannot be feeling very peachy, but if I have those people around me and in my life, I know I'm going to be okay. Number two, not knowing what to do or how to do it is insanely normal. This is definitely something that I have had to learn in my 20s. I feel like prior to that, specifically when I was in college, 
I thought I had life figured out. I knew what my passions were. I thought I knew what my career was going to be. I had great people around me. And then I got further and further into my 20s and I realized you really don't know what you want. There are elements of certain things that you know that you want, but as a whole, you're pretty confused, Emma. I felt like the things that I was passionate about, I felt that I was really passionate about elements of it, but I didn't know if I was supposed to chase that passion or if I should explore other things. And then that question led me to exploring other things. And then I was confused. And then I had changing passions. And I felt like I was floating for a very long time. And I still feel that way sometimes. Even though I have a great job, I have concrete passions, there have been so many moments of not knowing what to do or not knowing if I'm making the right decisions. And just understanding now in this point of my life that that is normal, that it's okay, that you have time to figure it out. Those reminders are things that I still have to remind myself. Because even though I've learned that lesson, I feel like that's an ever-evolving lesson. Because it is stressful not to know. Especially when you feel like everybody else knows. But that's another one folded into this lesson. The truth is... Most people don't know, and if they do, that's amazing, but chances are somewhere in their life, something's going to happen, an unknown, where they may have to rethink it all, even if they thought that they knew what they wanted to do at one point. If you're lucky, life is long, and we have to remind ourselves that likely we're going to spend a lot of it not knowing if we are doing the right thing, but that's okay. It's a part of the human experience. At least that's how I feel. Number three, a lesson that goes along with that life is long sentiment. You're not as old as you think you are. That is something that I feel like a lot of people in their 20s need to hear. Myself included a lot of time. And honestly, past your 20s. I'm sure that when I enter into the 30s decade, this is also going to have to be a reminder that I give myself. We have time. In every stage of your life, you have time. You hear so many stories about people not figuring out what they feel like is the best for them until much, much later. And that's okay. That's a clear representation of you not being as old as you think that you are. And that brings me to lesson number four, which is slow down. I don't know why we have a tendency to feel like we have to race to the finish line because there is no finish line. In this life, you're going to constantly be growing, constantly progressing in all different areas of your life. So I have learned to slow down. Take it in day by day. Don't miss the moments. Appreciate the time that you have. Sometimes we're going full steam ahead. We're not even looking around. And then by the time that we've gotten to wherever we thought that we were supposed to get to, we've missed it all and probably taken steps along the way that maybe we wouldn't have if we just stopped for a second to think about what we actually want. Number five, don't hesitate to do things that you really want to do. This is one that is really just about putting your wants first in certain situations not letting your own fears scare you from doing something, not letting other people tell you that you can't or you shouldn't. It's about trusting yourself 
And if you have a gut reaction that there is something that you really want to do, something that you want to pursue, something that you want to start, a new leap that you want to take, take it. Don't hesitate. There's a difference between slowing down that fast-paced life that allows you to make decisions that you don't know if you really wanted. There's a difference between that and hesitating. We all know when we know. We all know that there is a part of us that when you're sure about something, but you're almost trying to convince yourself like you're not sure of it, so you're making up excuses along the way about why you should or shouldn't do something, don't hesitate there. Because like we've already talked about, it's very common to not know what you want to do. So if you find something that you do really want to do, that's when you go full steam ahead. Number six, spend money on things you will actually wear. This is one that if my mom is listening to this right now, she's probably like, okay, Emma, this is a great lesson you've learned for yourself. Follow through with it. But guys, I swear I am doing better at this. As you guys know, I am a fashion lover. I'm obsessed with clothes. I'm obsessed with figuring out how to style it the best way. I love design. I love textiles. I love fabrics. I love the colors. All of it. I was a costume design major, okay? But there is a tendency to overshop when you love something as much as I do. So whether for you it's clothes or maybe it's home decor or maybe it's accessories or shoes or games or whatever it may be, I've learned and am continuing to learn to buy things that I will truly wear, I will truly use, and specifically for a long period of time. More staples. And if I want statement pieces, to make sure that those statement pieces can also be staples. If you have a coat that's a statement piece, make it your statement piece. You don't have to just wear it once because it's unique. Put it into the rotation of things that you wear. It deserves to be seen. And that leads right in to number seven. Be more thoughtful about your purchases. Sustainable options are out there, so look for them. The further I've gotten into my 20s, I've really, really tried to be better about this. Not just thrift shopping, which I feel like I have done a lot more of, but also being very conscious about the purchases that I'm making. I know that when I buy something and it's made sustainably and ethically, I feel better about the purchase because I know it's doing less harm. So finding those brands, supporting those brands by purchasing, that's how those purchasing habits become the norm. Choosing them over others. And I've talked about this with you guys. And I've also talked about not shaming yourself for not making the most sustainable option every time. We all recognize that it can be a challenge. But the lesson I've learned is to continue to challenge myself in that way. Specifically because I do find it to be an incredibly important thing to partake in. Number eight, be proud of your accomplishments even if they're small. And even if they don't feel like they're done. This lesson, I feel like, has really changed my perspective on success. For a long time, I thought that success was this really big thing. You get the perfect job, the perfect amount of money, you start something, and it completely takes off. Those are all great things that, to be clear, I do view as success points, but I no longer view them as the ultimate guide to success. I don't just celebrate accomplishments when they've reached a level where I feel like it was the ultimate goal of what I wanted to do with it. 
because also for me, a lot of the things that I'm doing, whether that be my career, my passions, whatever it is, I don't know what that ultimate end goal is. Of course, I have visions and dreams and trajectories for all of these things. But the ultimate, ultimate goal, I hope continues to evolve. I hope that whatever could be for the things in my life, I haven't even thought of how big and wonderful and amazing they could be. Because I hope my dreams, my goals, I hope they just get bigger and bigger. But along the way, what gets me to the next step are those little things that I have accomplished. And without each of those little things, there would be no progression. So I think all my little things are big things. And I really try to celebrate them. Each step matters. Number nine, you can stay close to people you don't talk to often. Just be intentional when you do talk. This is something that when I talk about community earlier, there is community and relationships that in proximity are very close to you. And those are the type of relationships that I normally always had. They were almost easier because you're able to constantly be with each other. You're able to constantly work on them. You can communicate often. They can have their own challenges, of course, but the distance isn't one of them. And I have had my share of having to deal with distance. But particularly with friendships, I have had to deal with that more and more going into my 20s. Because, of course, if you went to college, you're quite literally living with or next to most of your best friends. That was one of my favorite things about college. So many of your favorite people around you all the time. But as I've told you guys, I went to school in LA. I'm from Minnesota and I now live in Chicago. So at this point in my life, a lot of those really close friendships are far away from me. And reminding yourself that just because you're far away, just because you don't talk as much, those relationships can still remain incredibly important in your life. There are some people that as soon as you see them again after a long time, you guys just snap back to exactly what you were. And those relationships, those friendships, they're very, very important. Hold on to those. And then, like I said, when you do talk to them, when you do have the opportunity to be in their company again, be intentional about that. Make those moments matter. Number 10, kind of on the opposite end of that, it's okay to let people go. I think the saying is like people are in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. I feel like a lot of people have been utilizing that phrase recently, but it is a good one to describe that. People could have been in your life because of convenience. You know, you did see them all the time. Maybe your connection wasn't that deep with them, but they were your going out friends or they were your school friends, or they were your let's randomly get lunch on Wednesdays friend. I don't know, whatever they were, those could just be friends that were in your life at a particular point in your life. And that's really all that they were meant for, and that's all that you were meant for for them. There could also be people that are in your life that maybe you don't get along with anymore, or maybe you don't feel like you guys mesh together that well, or maybe you just grew apart. Those people could be your reason friends or your reason relationships, meant to teach you something, meant to help you be a better friend, meant to teach you what you need in a friendship, meant to teach you the things that you do want, what you don't want, and then you have your lifetime friends. 
the kind of people that I was talking about in the last lesson or the ones that have always been by your side, the ones that you know no matter what, you guys are there for each other. Doesn't matter how long you haven't talked. Doesn't matter how long you haven't seen each other. You pick up right where you left off. Or maybe you talk to them every day and you couldn't imagine your life without them. That's a lifetime. But it's okay to let people go. And that's a lesson that I really did have to learn because like I said, relationships are so important to me. So there was a point in my life where I was like, no, but I have to give everything to this. These are people that felt so close to me. But asking yourself how they felt close to you, why they felt close to you, and if they still feel close to you, that will help you, for lack of a better term, categorize what kind of friend they were or are. And again, it goes both ways. Friendships, relationships, everything. People have to be feeling the same way about that or it is just not going to work. Number 11, connections are key. Now, this is a lesson that I have been learning ever since I probably tried to get my first internship. So much of how people progress in their careers is about connections. And shameless plug, if you haven't heard episode one of Excuse My Reach, my other podcast, go listen to that because me and my first guest talk a lot about that. Connections are vital. They constantly help people get to the next point, but also growing your network allows you to have insight in places where you wouldn't originally have insight. If you're able to connect with somebody that is maybe at a company that you eventually want to work for, and maybe a job comes up within that company, it hasn't even been posted online yet, or maybe it just recently was, if you have that connection at that company already, you can reach out, they can give you more insight, maybe they can help you talk to somebody on the recruiting team, or somebody that already has that job in that specific company. It opens the doors wide open. And I think a really common misconception is that you have to have started with connections to make connections. That's another lesson that I had to learn for myself. When I was trying to get my first internship, I was a freshman, which by the way, that was one of the reasons why they didn't give it to me. They were like, you have no experience. But my mind was like, how am I supposed to get experience if I don't have experience? So what I did, I tried not to let being discouraged debilitate me. I tried to turn it around and one, stay in contact with that person. See if at a certain point they just desperately needed people and they would maybe take somebody with less experience than they originally intended. Spoiler alert, that never actually ended up happening. But it taught me a very important lesson to continue to communicate with people, to continue to connect. Because even though that didn't end up panning out, I realized that why should I be putting my eggs all in this basket? I shouldn't just have one lead that's not even a lead, like they're not going to take me on as an intern, but I should continue doing what I'm doing with this recruiter. So I started to make that a priority. I had joined a club, which was where I was able to talk to that initial recruiter. And then I continued to look at the list of the speakers that were going to be coming to that club. We had weekly meetings and we would have a new speaker every single week. So I found out who those were going to be. I did my research on them before. I tried to ask really good questions when that meeting did come up. I would get their contact information. I would follow up thanking them for coming to the meeting, 
thanking them for their insight, sharing their experiences. And then after that email and a bit of communication between that, I would look for an internship after already having made that connection. And then I would ask them if I could learn more about this opportunity, if they could provide any additional resources. And eventually I got an internship. And then eventually I prioritized that club that I was in and I was able to make my way up of president of that club, which helped me get even more connections. Connections are a slow burn, but they work. They're incredibly helpful. And in order to benefit from them, you have to be intentional, you have to maintain them, and you have to be able to speak to your own strengths. Even if you have very little connections now, you can always start. You can start today. Message people on LinkedIn. The worst thing that could happen is if somebody doesn't respond to you or if they say no to a conversation. But honestly, who cares? That's a lesson wrapped into this one. (laughs) It's okay. People are busy. Just cast a wide, intentional net. Number 12, and this next lesson comes right from the last one, asking people for advice or how they handled certain experiences is part of the human experience. We aren't meant to go through all of this alone. People want to help and they actually like it. That lesson really changed the game for me. You have to trust that there are people out there that do want to help, that want to be mentors, that want to talk about what they've gone through, that want to talk about what they've accomplished. It's always going to be a no unless you ask. And more people will say yes than you may think. Number 13, being kind to strangers is a very important thing. You guys know how much I care about that? Push kindness forward. Going right into number 14, just like no one knows what's going on in your head, you don't know what's going on in anyone else's. Empathy is also very important. Number 15, communicating your feelings is vital to living the life you want. And I'm going to bring it right into the next one. Number 16, don't expect things without communicating them. People don't know what they are unless you tell them. Huge, huge game changer. Something that I feel like you definitely learn as you get older. You're never going to get what you want if you don't communicate it. Expected expectations can lead to a downfall of a lot of things. You can't just expect somebody to know. And when you do voice those expectations, that's when you can really see if things can work. Pay attention to how other people meet those expectations or don't. Once you've communicated them, that's when you can actually see how others react. Number 17, take care of yourself. Mentally, physically, emotionally. More than just your outside appearance. Your body will thank you for caring and no one else can do it except you. With this one, I know that it can be hard. I know that it can be challenging, especially when there are so many things in life going on all at the same time. But prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your well-being, all incredibly important. And if you don't take care of yourself, no one else is going to be able to. Number 18, don't restrict yourself to the point of you constantly longing for it. That goes for food, for purchases, for activities, most things in moderation. Number 19, 
You can reach higher than you think you can. Don't sell yourself short. Boots to the moon. Number 20, do the small tasks immediately. You're only going to overwhelm yourself by building up your plate. Don't wait until the last minute to do things that you know that you have to do. Okay guys, this goes for things like taxes or paying your rent or doing laundry. Just do it. Give yourself ample time to do it. Don't wait till the last minute. This lesson I'm continuing to work on, but I know that I thank myself every single time I follow this advice. Number 21, take time to relax. Like seriously, relax. Turn off your brain, watch a show, read a book, spend a little extra time in bed, order a bagel on a Sunday, sit in the sun, and do nothing. Relax. Number 22, try to save and grow your money. This is one that I'm really trying to work on for myself, especially as I'm getting older. I am going to thank myself later if I prioritize it now. Number 23, live in the moment over the memory. Kind of goes along with my lesson to slow down. Don't let the time pass you by. Enjoy it just as much now as you will ultimately remember yourself enjoying it. Because we have a tendency to do that with memories. Make it seem better than it was but just actually make it that good in the moment. Number 24, work hard even if you don't like the work that you're doing. You're building up your own work ethic. Such a vital one for me. So many things that I have done have not been my favorite things to do, but I remind myself that it's not necessarily about the work. I'm building my own habits. If you can do great work on things that you don't really like doing, Imagine the kind of work you could do with that work ethic on things you do really like doing. Number 25, listen to people when they tell you what's important to them. Whether it's a big thing like how they need to be loved or a little thing like what present they'd like even if their birthday is seven months away. Listen, it will make you so much better in all kinds of relationships whether you know the people that well or you don't. Listen, listen, listen. We all need to do a bit more of that with each other. And finally, the last one, the one for good luck, number 26, my new age come Sunday. You very well may be able to guess this lesson. Stay peachy. Even when it's hard and you're discouraged and lost and feel overwhelmed. Be grateful for every birthday, every day, every person, every memory, every moment. This life can be hard, and we can feel it all, and we should feel it all, but we shouldn't let ourselves get too far away from being peachy, happy, positive, excited for what's to come. So with that, we have concluded my list of lessons, my 26 tricks. Again, there are so many more that I'm sure I could think of. These are just some that have been really important to me thus far. I don't know what stage of life you guys are in right now, but I think no matter what age you are, so much of this stuff, so much of this life, it's all a learning lesson. We're continuing to grow. We're continuing to learn. And I really hope that this next year, this year of 26, 
I learn more things than I could have ever imagined and I continue to implement them. I want to be better all the time for me, for my loved ones, for you guys. So let's learn together. Let's grow together. And let's celebrate my 26th birthday together. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. 26, here I come. Let's keep learning. Keep celebrating. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 